we don't need to touch your money to help you use it and account for it because that's the technology. That's what's so great about this technology. I'm Rudy Dogum, and this is Wholesome Crypto. Here, I speak with crypto experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs to find out what personally led them to the path of cryptocurrency. Today's guest is Reina, co-founder and CXO of Gilded Finance, an automated accounting solution for businesses through blockchain. She shares with us her journey from being a student in crypto to teaching crypto to the world. Welcome, Reina, to the Wholesome Crypto Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, we have Reina here, the CXO of Gilded Finance, and I know you've you know have a tremendous startup going on right now, and so much that you're living life in the crypto industry. And I just now I know you have an amazing story to share, and I can't wait to learn all about it. Well, I really appreciate you having me on today, and um, I love the name of your podcast. So <laughs> I was excited to uh, come on and talk with your audience. Yes, that's the whole point, right? It's to keep it wholesome, fun, and educational mostly it's all about education uh <laughs> we have years of educating to do in this industry and oh, yeah. millions upon millions of people to educate but, um it's a huge part of it no matter where you're at in the industry I, really i know and it's like my favorite part about educating people is like when they have that light bulb over their head just shine bright and like yes you finally you finally get it you got it so i've been trying to show you the whole time oh <laughs> Yes, it, it it takes a while to get there, but when you when you actually get to see it happen, mm-hmm. that's just you know so rewarding. Exactly. Right? And, and I, I mean, you know, I talk with accounting professionals all day, so um, it's tough. They they, they want to learn this because they they need to learn it for their clients, and um, and so it's just it's a wonderful road. I mean, educating people is you know about this is great. It's what <laughs> you know everybody dreams that they get to do. I know, and I and I love it. And I, I mean, yeah, for you, I mean, I didn't know about Bitcoin at one point. I didn't know crypto about in 2013 or something. But again, before we get into all that, I'd love to know, like, what were you doing before you even heard about Bitcoin? Like, what was your life like? What was your career like? So I've been in B2B sales since the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Was it always tech yeah. industries? Not always. I sold advertising. Um <clears throat> I, I mean, just all kinds of different, it started off in the, in debt collections. Yeah. That was the early nineties. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but no, uh, office supplies and software, copiers, printers, document management. That was, um, in the more recent past, but mm-hmm. it's always been some form of B2B sales. I even gotcha. did door to door sales for a while. Yeah. So, oh, up yeah. In Denver. Wow. Yeah. I actually had a girl scout, oh. uh, come by my house and offer me Girl Scout cookies. I was like, oh, wow, people still, yeah, come door to door. I forgot about that. <laughs> I know. Well, because it's scary now to go door to door a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, but no, that's just been, you know, talking to someone face to face. There's no easier way to make a connection yeah, than face to face. That's so true. It's like, you can, you also like the first few seconds is the most important bonding time between people. So seven yeah, seconds. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then my, my life changed a lot later on, mm-hmm. uh, in my, um, in my life, I, I was widowed Sorry to hear that uh, at 40 years old and, um, all of a sudden found myself with, wow, what do I do now? I, you know, I'm starting over again. I, and I feel like I was reading over your history and I, and I feel like that's the tough part about losing somebody in, in your life is like everyone knows the emotional distress, but there's also a huge financial burden on you. When losing someone, it's like, you don't have time to deal with this. You just lost someone that's so important to you. It's, it's added on top of this. It's tough. And to make it even worse, really, it was that the banks did not care. No. Why would they? They didn't, 
They did not care. Right? Didn't matter to them. My my husband went in for hernia surgery, got an infection in the hospital, and never came home. Um, we had just put everything down on a con. We just got married. Not wow. even was it hadn't even been a year. Um, put everything down on a condo, all that fun stuff, and we didn't have a lot of life insurance because. We were just turning 40. You just started, yeah. And so, um, yeah, the bank did not care. And so I did what luckily I was able to do, which was uh, just pack up everything. And I moved back home with my father, Mm -hmm. who was uh, also a widower. And we kind of took care of each other for a while. I'm glad you had family to help you out with that one. That's that's when they need them the most, right? Yes. And not everyone has that. And Mm -hmm. I was, you know, I was really lucky in that respect. Um, so, I mean, that was 2013. Wow. Oh, 2013. It's, it's yeah, it's semi-recent. Not too right. long ago. And in that time, like almost, yeah, it's almost 10 years ago. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, yeah. And then about, uh, well in early 2016, I was with some girlfriends of mine hanging out a ball at a bar. <laughs> Perfect. I was not singing karaoke. But what? I was there because she was singing karaoke. You gotta try it. It's fun. it's fun. I did. <laughs> I did. And I have. <laughs> um, but it's just kind of a girl's night. Yeah. And my friend loves to sing. So she was up there. And <clears throat> I was, I don't know, across the bar. There was someone looking at me because I was singing. I was singing along with the music too. And looking at me. And I looked over and uh, I actually yelled across the bar <laughs> to him. Like, don't look what? at me like that. You, you know every word to this song. It was <laughs> six. <laughs> and um, later on that night, he came over to me. He says, actually, Sticks is my favorite band of all uh... time. All right. So we we started talking. And on one of our first dates, um, I was just asking him, like, so what do you do? Like, what do you do Classic aside question. from work? Like, what do you mm-hmm. do? And it's like, well, you know, I, my, my family told me not to tell you. <laughs> Because we just met. Like, what? What could it be? Yep. And uh, finally, you know, I wasn't taking no for an answer. Uh, <laughs> you got to tell me. Possible, right? You have to tell me. And um, and he said, well, I'm into Bitcoin. Uh, I've, this- <laughs> I've had the same struggle as he had because, like, there's so much information in you. And it kind of is, like, overwhelming. Oh, crypto, Bitcoin. I can't wait to tell and share. But I don't want to <laughs> sound like a crazy person. I don't want to sound like some skeptical tech nerd like, i just something i love but i'm glad he well, shared it with really, you. he did right. and he's really close to his family too and the funny part of the story is that they all told him don't say anything about bitcoin <laughs> just just don't don't bring it up just <laughs> don't, wait <laughs> don't mess up your chance <laughs> yes. yes don't sound like the crazy person <laughs> that we all know you are right now. so um that night i downloaded a mycelium wallet Wow. And yeah. And he's like, well, usually I make, you know, people give me the, the amount of money that I send them in Bitcoin because I want them to have skin in the game. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to go ahead and send it to you. So I wrote down on the seed phrase on the back of a bar receipt uh-huh. <laughs> and put it in my wallet oh. and carried it around for a long time. Oh, man. My heart would be racing that. at that point. God, can't he, lose this. <laughs> and he sent me $5 of Bitcoin. Nice. And that was in February of 2016. Wow. And that's, I think, yeah, right when the bull run was happening, right? Or right in the midst of it, right before. No, yeah, it was before. before. Yeah, 2017. Bitcoin Mm -hmm. Bitcoin was $777. Oh, man. And then then the Dow hack happened. Yeah. 
and then everything went down and Bitcoin was back at like 400. So what were you thinking at this time? Like you, you, this is new tech for you. Have you heard of Bitcoin before meeting your uh, significant other? Never. I had never heard of it. Wow. Right. Um, And I was working with IT professionals at the time I was selling document management solutions to businesses Mm -hmm. and my, all of my, you know, prospects were, and customers were IT professionals and not even one of them. Like I've never heard of this before. How is there, I'm like, there's no new money. You realize that there's not, that's not even possible. It's not legal. There can't, it can't be legal. There's no new money. I was totally indoctrinated. And um, trust me, it's new, it's, it is new money and it's money that doesn't involve a bank. And that's kind of where yep. I, like he got me. That's where he got me. Like, so I don't have to open a bank account or anything. It's like, no, nope, you just have to, you have the app that you now have Bitcoin. And you own it yourself. No one else can touch it. Well, maybe this is, maybe Maybe this is cool. And um, I mean, not that I hate banks. I was just you know, fresh off of pretty hard times. And, you know, my banker was yeah. not my friend during that time. Yeah. So uh, maybe that that's what hooked me in. Uh, I, I, was, I was definitely the libertarian mindset. I was definitely in the, you know, big government, too much spending, mm-hmm. every new, everything you need. You, have, you need a new department. And, pe- you know, they call it a department, like that doesn't mean anything, but a department means an entire new group of humans that now work for the government. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went on with the, there's no new money. It can't be new money. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's is hard it to, illegal? It's hard to fathom, like, oh, I actually can own this value. It's- yeah. How do, I, like, how do you, even reasoning that in my head, it, I just, um, it's still for a hard. while, I couldn't. It's still hard. And and he, Jason, is his name. And Jason, um, like, I don't know enough to teach you. I know enough to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know enough to teach you the everything. Yeah. Um, so he sent me to Andreas Antonopoulos, right? Who, where I else do you learn? He taught what? me so much. He taught me so much. And I still wish I could put his whole head into mine, but it's too. Uh, right. <laughs> He's just, always the first I, link I sent out to you. Like this, if you want to really learn about Bitcoin, just listen to Andres. Like it's, listen to this first. Exactly. You don't need to know about coins and you know exchanges mm-hmm. and wallets or any of that. Just listen to this first. And then it will be easier to go into the rest of it. Because if you understand why Bitcoin is important, then it, you, the rest of it doesn't matter as yep. much. Exactly. Like you understand why it's important. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> exactly. So I found myself after a while, instead of go, um, working, which is like at my job, <laughs> I was in my car, right? Because I was an outside sales. So I wasn't in an office all day. I got you. And I was in my car with my phone propped up on the, you know, the dash with listening to Andreas uh, <laughs> videos. <just laughs> absorbing as much as you can at any second you have time. I was just so excited about all of yeah. I mean, like he... he Really, um, I, I found that passion listening to his videos more than, you know, listening to any of us. When we try to explain crypto to someone or mm-hmm. Bitcoin, crypto, any of it, we, we're searching for word. We're searching for the right words. We're searching for the, the right order In term, yeah, it's, of things. It's to, the, the ter- we're trying to use terms that <clears throat> this person might know mm-hmm. because they don't know any crypto terms, right? Crypto, it's its own new vocabulary. And, and Andreas doesn't have that problem. He just knows the words. He, know, he just knows how to explain this. He understands the technology so well that he can explain it to anyone. I even gave my dad 
who's 77 years old, uh-huh. right? But Jason and I talk about Bitcoin and crypto all the time, and my dad's curious. And so I, I, get, I got him the um, Andreas's books, the uh, uh, Internet of Money series yeah. for him to read because, uh-huh. you know, he's just barely using a touch, <laughs> a, 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 uh, a smartphone. But, but they are, but they're, like, that's the thing about it. It's, yeah, it's that's technology, it. but there's a concept behind it of why it exists. That's, that you don't need technology to understand. It's just uh, like, you know, that's, that's one of the hard things for me is now I feel like people come into this only going toward the, the money mm-hmm. or the, um, or the assets and things like that. And they, I, I want them to understand why it's important. Yep. You can't make someone learn that though. I think it's, I mean, for me, like when I first got into crypto too, like my mind went to straight, oh, how much money can I make with this? Like it's going up, it's going down. I got to be able to trade on the highs and sell on the lows. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, I'm just trying to make money as much as I can. And after being burnt, doing bad trades. Uh, Tuition. Just, yeah, use, yeah, exactly. It's tuition. I learned the hard way. And I was like, oh, I wish I'm pretty sure I had someone try to teach me or like YouTube videos try to educate me. I just didn't listen. So now when all my friends come into it, I'm like, listen to me, trust me, you don't want to try to trade this and that just hold and like value yourself with the technology, try to get into the communities that you love, and really be part of the change versus trying to make a few more thousand dollars that you could have made by trading versus just holding. I mean, I tell everyone, I mean, if someone wants to know how terrible trading can be, come talk to me and my team, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we, we started Gilded because we were all horrible traders. <laughs> and on top of that, you know, we kind of, we saw the, the, the business potential for crypto. And, um, and that's kind of, you know, that, that, that's what, where, where we all came together. So how but we were all terrible traders. <laughs> <laughs> so how did the idea of Gilded Finance start? You were... Again, you just learned about Bitcoin. Now you're heavily, you know, spending your time learning about it, investing into it financially and emotionally and mentally, just all in. Where where does your path to working full time crypto start? How did that happen? So, um, as I started going down the path and listening to Andreas' videos and all that. I I wanted to talk to someone else about it too. Yeah. Right. Um, So Jason's focus was strictly on trading. Um, as a matter of fact, he's a full-time trader still today. So, um, some people got it. I just, I just don't. <laughs> that's, that was me. I don't, I don't get it. And, and then the whole, um, pricing the assets in Bitcoin, like he doesn't look at the yeah. US dollar value of his portfolio. He looks at his entire portfolio in the Bitcoin value. I, I just, that completely like the whole top of my head, just that's you the know, key factor. That's when I. That's when I know that person is a higher level understanding of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency when they see the do- denominations in a crypto. That's like right. what really matters. The dollar does not, or the fiat does not matter anymore. No, um, awesome. he trades for more Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk to other people about it because my, you know, I had a lot of business interests and things like that. I was, you know, it, it, I've been doing business networking since I don't know forever. Um, and he found the meetups, he found meetups. So he actually acquired his first Bitcoin going to a Bitcoin meetup and he stayed after and talked to the guy who ran the meetup. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I really came here today because I wanted to, I, w- I wanted to learn, but I wanted to also, I want to buy my first Bitcoin and Bitcoin was $215 at the time. Uh, and, uh, and he bought his first Bitcoin. That was about a year before meeting me. Um, well, we, we went to the same meetup. So that was in Baton Rouge when everything, um, we're, we live in New Orleans. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and there was nothing here. So they had a Baton Rouge Bitcoin meetup. And then soon after, they started having a couple here. One of them was just for Bitcoiners, really. Um, and it was great conversation. They did a lot of exercises so you could learn. Because, you know, people who are just into Bitcoin, they they the education is the most important yeah. thing to them. So we did, I learned a lot at those meetups. I learned about wallets and, you know, private keys and public keys and that kind of thing. So that was just a really great education. Like, well, how, but how's it being used? How can we use this? And so we started going to the New Orleans Ethereum meetup. And when actually the first meetup, Jason went to, he was the only one there. <laughs> it was just him and two uh, two men, yeah. Danny, Ryan, Danny Ryan, who um, actually is now an Ethereum core developer. Wow. Good yeah. And then um, our CTO, my CTO, Ken, they were the co-founders of the meetup. Jason was the first one to go and it was just, he walked in, he's like, all right, just explain this to me like I'm five. Can you do that? Ethereum? Because I'm interested and I have some Ethereum. I can't access it. Oh, <laughs> I don't wow. know how to get to it. <laughs> but I have it and just explain this to me like I'm five. And they did, right? They, awesome. they sat there with him. We're in our uh, late forties and you know they were in their twenties at the time and they sat there patiently explained it to him and he's like we're go- we'll be- we're going back to this meet this meetup you'll yeah. like this meetup so it started off at one and then there were five of us and then there were 50 of us overnight because Jeez. it was 2017 and everything uh, went okay. crazy we were at the Houdat cafe on <laughs> Uh, right outside of the French Quarter, a little tiny cafe outside of the French Quarter. We, we had to move to a bigger location. Yep. Um, <laughs> it, the whole world was going crazy, right? That's 2017. <clears throat> we get through 2017 into 2018, and everyone disappeared. Magic, right? Yeah, quick. There were probably, yep, there were probably 20 of us left that were still going on a regular basis. And out of that 20, five of us started Gilded. Wow. And that's yeah. the thing, like, when at a bull run, everyone's in it again because they heard on the news how much money someone made off a trade and how much you could have made if you bought Bitcoin at this date. Uh, they're forgetting, like, this industry isn't an overnight industry. It's the people who really succeed in crypto are the people who stay during the bear market, people who stay trying to continue to develop while everyone's quiet, while the whole media is quiet. That's yeah. when the real development happens. And then... What looks like overnight is actually five years in the making. Yes. Um, the, you know, the, the when moon and when Lambo, you know, <laughs> those, those, they come up while, while the price is going up and then they disappear and you just never see them again until the price goes up again. Yep. Um, and after, well, once, you know, uh, the prices drop and the, everything starts to go, you know, downhill, right. And all of the speculators kind of, fall to the wayside and they stop showing up. Um, that was the, when the people who were really into figuring this out, figuring out what we can do with it, um, they really started to uh, come together because you could talk about more than just the price action, right? Nobody wanted to talk about the price action then. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it wasn't it was going price. down too fast. Mm-hmm. It was not about the price. So um, I had told Ken several times, uh, I, I want to work in this industry, but I can't just go, I can't leave my job to just go work for anyone, right? I've been yeah. in B2B sales forever. I don't write code. I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not a social media marketing manager. I, I, no, I, I'm in B2B sales. Yeah. So he kept telling me, 
old offering it's coming and <laughs> 190 it. int- yeah 190 introduced me to gail um and that's uh that's kind of when my mind just, just felt went, free for a second or like opened uh, up <laughs> it felt like okay this is what i've been waiting for yeah opportunities um, here they put a laptop in front of me <clears throat> and there was this uh they opened up the software and it would just create an invoice send it to anyone it doesn't matter just send it to an email address create an invoice and tell us what you think. It was the first thing that I ever used in crypto that was easy to use. I, I didn't ha- I didn't need help. <laughs> <laughs> I am still, but I mean, for a long time, I still, Jason sat next to me. If I wanted to buy crypto or if I wanted to, I, I don't really sell crypto. Mm-hmm. I just collect it really. Yep. Um, so if I wanted to buy crypto, he sat right, I had him sit right next to me. I'm like, okay, is this it? It's nerve wracking. It's nerve-wracking. Yep. I would read all the addresses. I would read them backwards just yep. to make sure I didn't miss any numbers um, or letters. And and when I used this invoice, which was our beta product that we went to market with, um, it was easy to use. And I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were. it was built on Ethereum. And um, the first question I asked them was like, does this work for Bitcoin? Ah, what'd they say? <laughs> like, no. No, not yet. No. Still beta. Hold on. Still. Right. It was just the very first iteration. Mm-hmm. So um, they needed beta testers. And, you know, Ken had remembered that I asked him several times about business opportunities in the space. Mm-hmm. And um, said, we need at least 25 beta testers. Gotcha. Like, well, if I can't get to 25 beta testers, I shouldn't be concerned. Well, you don't have a product. One or the other. Yep. So let's go. I'm ready. Yes. Entrepreneurship so, mindset right there. Like, I'm gonna get just, it done. I mean, just go away. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. So um I got him 250, I think. Well, you said just <laughs> and, 25. Hold on. <laughs> and they said, Well, can you join the team? No, I, I mean I asked several I'm like, uh, here you go. I have a spreadsheet. Here they are, they're ready. Whenever you are, let's let let's let them have it. Yes. And um and yeah, they were happy to do that. And so they asked me to join the team. Um that was May of 2018. Mm-hmm. We went to Techstars in New York City in 20 early 2019 awesome um just learned all of the learn it's, it's basically startup boot camp yeah how'd that go MBA for you it was awesome i um you know moving to new york city from new orleans mm-hmm. in february yeah it's a big change <laughs> i mean i'm a east coast boy i was in jersey now i'm in the boston area so uh, <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah february sounds good sure freezing but whatever well, it was freezing it was the end of some arctic blast it was four degrees when we uh, got there and I'm such a southerner. Wow, I'm such a southerner. <laughs> I'm used to the warm weather. And um, but you know, the the program was unbelievable. Uh, our um, our managing director Yasi uh, from the all of the, the people who helped us, all of the um, <clears throat> the aides that were there, part of the program that were just there working for TechStars, just there to help us. Uh, I learned so much, and I learned how little I really know. <laughs> <laughs> I learned how much I needed to learn. The more you know, the less you know, right? That's how it goes. The more you know, the less you feel like you know. Sure. I mean, I, I've been in B2B sales, but I'd never been a, uh, a founder before. And on top of that, I'd always sold finished products. I'd never sold new software That's before. A, yeah, because now you have to not only sell the unfinished product, but also sell the dream, the passion, the team, everything going behind it and the vision. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Um, and, and I had no idea how long it took to build software. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, we have this invoice. Oh yeah. We're going to do accounting. We're, we're gonna, we'll have accounting tools and all of this stuff. And 
And then I, you know, I realized that this, you know, it takes time. Um, but November of that year, we launched our QuickBooks Think. Oh, nice. The first one that existed. Everyone told us we were crazy. No one was ever going to use crypto in a business. Right. <laughs> Do I still be crazy now? <laughs> I, oh, I say that every day. Like, are we still crazy? No, we're not no. crazy. We're not crazy. You're actually the only sane um, people in the room, which is, that's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, the, the accounting challenges are, uh, they're not nothing. No, it's always a big problem in a lot of B2B or a lot of businesses in general, just managing that properly. Well, sure. And the thing about, the thing about us is we, we bet early on that people would come on chain and that didn't happen for <laughs> a long time. I mean, for a long time. Everyone was just on exchanges. Well, that's not crypto, mm -hmm. right? No, it's that, that's that's just a crypto bank. Um, using the blockchain, that's the technology. Yeah. So we bet on that technology in 2018, and it didn't come to fruition until almost 2021. <laughs> but that's that's exactly right, though. You you worked through the bear market, and now this bull market's happening or happened. We kind of are in the middle of it now, but it's it's showing like. This is the time where you shine. It's five years of work to yes. shine now. And the, you know, we were in the trenches, right? So many times we were three months to zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were, you know, six months to zero. Oh, we're excited. We got a little bit of money from, you know, an investment from an angel. And now we're nine months to zero. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it, I mean, a startup is the hardest thing I've ever done, but also the most rewarding without a doubt. Yeah. Um, when you build something from nothing and, you know, you get to that first milestone, your first, you know, 50 paying customers, your first, you know, thousand fans is the, the target <laughs> that you're going for. Um, your first, you know, out a uh, hundred thousand in MRR or what have you. That's all of those targets. When you, when you start from zero, then you really appreciate more, or at least I do the journey to get there. How, <laughs> how hard it is. How many times it's just like, nobody gets it. Why doesn't anybody get it? No, yeah, no one's going to get it until they experience <laughs> it. It's just one of those things. So now that you have um, this beta product out and you know, testing it out, using it, uh, how how like are the people's reaction and like how, like what's the, um, uh, the, the like, secret sauce to, you know, Gilded Finance? Like what makes them so much more different than any other accounting crypto tool like coinbase or paypal maybe even has that now what's the what's the big difference nobody has it i don't know yeah not none of the coinbase doesn't have coinbase maybe has a tax tool mm -hmm. for you or i as an individual to just export our and get a report mm -hmm. because see us as individuals taxes come out first we get what's left over yeah right but for a business, a business has income, revenue, and then they deduct all of their expenses. And then the rest, the remainder is taxed. Gotcha. So it's a lot different. And mm -hmm. um, we really have only three, four, five competitors out there. Um, and we actually share referrals with one another because you can't support everything. You yeah. can't support everyone, right? So, um, I mean, I have a competitor. It's a trader, someone who's a trader that may have um, filed, have an LLC. So they are a business technically, mm -hmm. um, but they come to me and they're on, you know, 15 different exchanges that I, I have a competitor that's better at that than I, than we are. Gotcha. Um, we that's are fair. a back. Yeah, it's fair. It's crypto too. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> we are a back office solution 
for businesses that transact with digital assets. So if you are, well, for instance, CoinMarketCap is one of our customers. Mm-hmm. They sell advertising and they sell, you know, they have API calls and things like that. So they, they use our invoicing tool for advertising. Um, so on the invoices, you can pay with crypto. But, you know, if you just send someone your wallet address to pay you with crypto, you know, you don't know how much they're going to pay you. Their, their advertising product is priced in dollars. Yeah. So with the Gilded Invoice, you can price your invoice in dollars. And then when your customer clicks to pay, they'll have a choice um, between crypto or credit card. And, credit card through Stripe integration. And the wallet that it's associated with is owned by the business, correct? It's not like Gilded. By the business. We never like touch funds. That's, nope. That's awesome. It's strictly just a tool for these companies to really make, you know, accounting logistics easy. Exactly. But also own everything, which is great. Own it themselves, right? You, I, we don't need to touch your money to help you use it and account for it. Yep. Because that's the technology. That's what's so great about this technology. Um. <clears throat> so, so everything's non-custodial. Non-custodial. Mm-hmm. Um. So you need you do need your own wallet, yeah. right? So a business will come to Gilded. They'll either they'll, it's one or two use cases. One or two use cases. One is the payment, right? So invoicing, um, and then the other would be the accounting. So that's parsing, you know, data and yeah. getting all pulling all their transactions from the wallet address. And um, if they do have some exchange uh, transactions, mm-hmm. we also support that, and we have a Coinbase integration. Gotcha. Too. Um, and then enable them to sync that data to their accounting system because. In order to write off expenses as a business, they have to be documented. Yep. And blockchain's really good at counting, not so much documenting. <laughs> well, I mean, everything is trend, is always kept in history, a blockchain history. Right, but not who you who you paid and what you paid them for, yeah. right? When you have to share that information, yeah, yeah, it's true. And a business needs that information in order to conduct business, have, get a P and L, right? Um, a profit and loss statement, uh, even to pay their taxes. Um, because they have to prove that these were truly business expenses, yeah. right? And not, you, know, you, you didn't just send your crypto to other wallets that you own. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like this, inter- this industry is so big. There's so many different use cases that I can't, like, I love like learning about this because it's for me like, oh, I didn't know this was needed in the market. I didn't know this was an industry that was uh, sought after in the crypto industry. So it's, it's amazing learning that you have this service to offer other businesses and what it can do and how much you're growing with it. It's just, it's really cool to learn about it. It, uh, um, it has been great. And, you know, you asked a question earlier that maybe I missed, but um, what, what customers get when they come to, what, what I hear when they come to us is relief, yeah. relief that something exists to help them. That's, um, that's where you know you have a good product. <laughs> yeah. When people are tracking, imagine tracking all of your wallet transactions on a spreadsheet and everything that you spend, you have to document that on the spreadsheet. Yeah. You have to share this the spreadsheet has to be shareable with your, and then your accounting professional needs it. And um, you, you need a lot of things that the blockchain doesn't give, but what blockchain does give is, is a verification layer, right? People say that blockchain is an accounting layer. But it's really not. It's an accountability layer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's proof. It's the, the, the proof that the transaction occurred. Yeah. And anyone can see it. Um, uh, and, um, yeah. And um, the coins that you support are just like stable, um, some stable coins, I'm guessing. And uh, of course. anything on the Ethereum network or so, technically you could, right? But that, no, that's, that's what we, 
we support Ethereum, we support Ethereum and Bitcoin natively. Nice. Um, we just we're just adding support for Polygon, mm -hmm. um, Binance Smart Chain, and Palm. Ooh, Palm. The other NFT. Oh, okay. NFT. You know that's that's what NFTs did for us. NFTs really the like the explosion of NFTs have been great for us because it brought people on chain. We can't Coinbase can't hold your NFTs. Not yet, but they're trying to release that soon. They are trying to, but I guess really the point being that you, you're spending funds on chain, so you're, yeah. you're right now, the majority of NFTs, it's an on-chain asset. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is it without the blockchain? It's just a JPEG. Yeah. That's, right? <laughs> that's the biggest <laughs> argument that's going on nowadays. It's just a JPEG, but there is a whole on-chain oh. aspect to it that you were speaking about. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I spoke to, we, we, we just, we're launching a new product called NFT Ops. So Ooh. it's a revenue operations solution for platforms and marketplaces so that they can give their buyers and sellers accounting reports or, or uh, tax reports, or they can give their brand partners um, financial revenue reports, right? Ro uh, royalty reports. So in the, in the course of this right now, we're signing up. People are actually getting in line for this. We have four companies we're going to market with. And then we have a, we, we just have a line of people that are um, next, next in line. That's so exciting. Um, it is exciting. Well, I was talking to one of our customers. As a matter of fact, I was at NFT NYC and nice. we were talking. It was so great. It was so great. Um, we were talking and his NFTs, the, theirs is a B2B play to begin with. So their NFTs unlock a whole slew of different things. Um, the story that really I, I understood the most was their, their first launch was a uh, movie premiere in LA. Mm -hmm. and Everyone who had who bought a ticket got an NFT, and the NFT unlocked all the behind-the-scenes footage from the movie. That's cool. What is that super that's cool? Like a, that's like a fun use case of NFTs. Thank you. That's why like people forget there's a lot of cool use cases for NFTs, not just the JPEGs. Oh. So that's like the fun. Oh my part. gosh, there's so much fun. There's so many fun parts too. An NFT is a mini computer, mm -hmm. and it can be programmed to do things just because you hold them in your wallet, right? It can unlock, they can unlock things yeah. in web three that you, you can't get to without, without that NFT in your wallet. That's the mechanism that unlocks whatever it is that you're, that you want. Exactly. And there's so much being built and there's so many use cases for it that are way beyond JPEGs and memes. Right. That's yeah. just the start. It's sad. That's media. what gets everybody in. It's sad. The media just keeps showing like, crypto punks and bored apes and lazy lions i mean i don't care about this stuff this is all useless it's pretty i mean for me it's like a useless jpeg i understand there's a community behind it which is beautiful and nice but right the media just and advertises how much that jpeg is worth and i'm like ah that's not the real use case that's not the real importance of nft but what am i going to say when the there's mainstream attention's good i guess when does the media get anything right yeah good question. i don't even what what do they what do they get right the media <laughs> said the internet would never replace the newspaper. Yeah, the internet was nothing. It was a joke back in the day, huh? It was only for pornographers. And uh, I mean, it was just ridiculous, the things that they said. Why? Because it's different. The media, because everything that's different is automatically bad. That's how they mentioned Bitcoin, too, just for criminals uh, on the oh. Silk Road market. I'm like, uh, I mean, everyone, like, it doesn't. Doesn't make sense. Like anyone can go use the dollars for buying drugs. So is the dollar a bad thing too? It's because it's easier. It doesn't. It's so um, poorly thought out.
in a week. So this is my, and I will give this response to you and all your listeners. (laughs) This is my standard response for that ridiculous statement that is abundant in the media. Um, Cars were only for bank robbers, right? (laughs) The internet was only for porn. Crypto is only for criminals. So the fact of the matter is, if criminals don't use your technology first, it's not any good. (laughs) It's not a technology. It's not good. Because criminals are going to be the first people to take advantage of something new that the police, the government doesn't know about. That's true. They're the first users. They're the beta testers they for good cell, technology. They used cell phones. They had them right away in their vehicles. They had beepers. Uh, I'm sure they... Oh, had... the beepers. Beepers were definitely... If you had a beeper early on, you were a drug dealer. Without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> it's like, no. 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 That's just crazy. But, you know, we've still come a long way because brand new technology was only for kings, for mm-hmm. queens, and royal royal families back in the, you know early, uh, even before the United States existed. You, us, you know, peasants, if you weren't part of royalty, you didn't get to use it, anything new, right? Yeah. The, the printing press, it was almost 600 years from the uh, time it was invented to the time real people got to use yeah. it. Yeah, that, that really puts things in perspective of like, yeah, how technology is so uh, yeah, poorly advertised. Yes, uh, yeah, because I mean, nobody... Nobody wants to do anything new. Nope. It's like my 77-year-old dad. Uh-huh. He, he now uses his cell phone, right? He uses a smartphone now to do his banking. And to, and he has sent he sent at least a couple of emails, right? And that's a thing. Um, at his day, it's When like was that inter- going to happen? Yeah, the internet was bad at, when he first heard about it, I'm sure. And it's like, okay, might as well not learn about it. And now we're in a state where you have to use your phone and the internet to do everything because otherwise you almost can't. You almost can't, right? <laughs> I mean, look, my, my dad listened to radio, listened to you know, the Lone Ranger on the radio. They didn't have a television <laughs> until he was almost a teenager. Can you even imagine, right? Mm-hmm. So it, every, every new technology is bashed by the media because that's what gets them ratings and that's all they care about. They don't care about the, what yep. they tell us. They only care about how many clicks and how many likes and how many new viewers, right? We all know that already. So. The thing about today, as opposed to when I was growing up, when I was growing up, there was three channels, NBC, CBS, and ABC in the U.S. Right now, you can choose what media you want to follow. You can't watch enough media. It's just too much of there. Too much on there. Right. And don't watch that stuff. No. It's just it's bad for your brain. <laughs> like, I think that's where ADD comes from, is from the media. Oh, yeah. You flip through <laughs> so many channels, you can't keep enough attention on one. <laughs> right. It's, it's horrible. So I choose who I who I listen to. I don't watch you know, local. Yeah. I watch very little local news. But if it's local, then I, I do that every now and then. It's you know depressing. It, it's difficult. At least it's real though. It, at least it's real, right? Um, and then I choose who I want to listen, who I want to listen to, what programs I I want to listen to, mm-hmm. watch. The Bloomberg technologies that, yeah. you know, I mean, I can pick, I don't <laughs> have to listen to the same people over and over, you know, just barking out the same crap all the time. <laughs> so now that we're, now you're in this industry for a while, you've seen ups and downs, different sides of uh, information. One of my favorite questions to ask is like, what is your crypto pet peeves? I have so many of them. <laughs> Everyone says I knew, I knew this question was going to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it needs to be easier for people to use. It needs to be more user-friendly. And when 
You're building new technology, new solutions, just getting it to work. That's your, you know, that's your goal is getting it to work. But we need to have better goals. Mm -hmm. um, if we want to bring on more and more people, um, the user experience has to improve. And I have no doubt that it will. Yeah, but that's what sure. I like about building. And that's, that's the thing. Like sometimes the first a mover to make something easy to use can take all the benefits. I, I know, I remember when Coinbase first came out, it was like exciting for me because before it was, it was just such really weird, you know, sketchy exchanges to connect your bank account to. Like, I don't want to do that. But Coinbase no. made it safe, fun, and easy. Now they're a giant company that's worth, you know, I don't know how many billions, but it's... Lots of billions. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like become almost like the way of not using crypto. Before it was like the best way to get into crypto. Now it's kind of like the way of like, ah, maybe you shouldn't use Coinbase because of fees or shouldn't use Coinbase because we don't trust the CEO or something. But I still think it's, I think they've done a great, great service to the industry. I mean, thank you for connecting yeah, our that's fiat why for Bitcoin because I need to move it somehow and I can't find local people or trust local people sometimes. I need, to, I need to use a legitimate service that protects me to give my, to, for me to be able to own my crypto on like Robinhood right now or PayPal where you still have to have it on their exchange where you can't actually take it out, which is kind of like oh. not the purpose of crypto. So, so, so anti-crypto, right? Yeah. Um, so with every new per person I talk to, the very first thing I tell them is to go and sign up for a Coinbase account because you know why? They come to me and they want to buy a coin. Mm -hmm. Okay. So get some skin, get some skin in the game, right? Yeah. The safest place to send someone is, is Coinbase. I, I mean, look, yeah, they charge high fees because it, they built software that's easy to use, super simple to use. Right. And I mean, especially now compared to when I first got on Coinbase in 2016. Wow. I mean, it's just a, it's a totally different platform. Mm -hmm. But but you know what else they do that other places other places don't is they they have those educational videos. So get some skin in the game. Go, you know, buy whatever. I'm gonna tell you that I buy Bitcoin and Ethereum and that's it. Um, so I, I'm just gonna give you that advice. You do whatever you want. There's a gazillion coins on there. Yeah. Um I buy Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah. Safest, I don't give financial advice. I don't give financial advice. Not financial um, advice, not trading advice. But yeah. yeah, but don't, you know, don't don't use your Facebook email to sign up for a Coinbase account, mm -hmm. right? I mean, like those kind of things, I, that's what I take my time with them. You want to buy crypto because you want to get some skin in the game. Maybe that'll motivate you to learn more after. And Coinbase has a great way for you to do that because they have these little bite-sized videos that are noob-friendly. Noob Yep. And so I don't have that kind of thing with Coinbase because that's what, when I want lower fees, I just put a Coinbase Pro. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> and buy there. And when a friend of mine comes to me and, and they're ready, right? They've done the, they've done their own research and they're like, but you know, the fees are really high. And, I'm, and I keep hearing that they're lower other places. I'm like, yeah, they are. Coinbase Pro. Let's go there first. Yeah. And let's, you know, maybe get you a MetaMask wallet, depending on how, and that's, how much you've learned. Yeah, and that's exactly it. It's like a slow progression of learning. It's just, it, it, I mean, like right now I'm like learning how to play the guitar. And I, that's like, you know, the older I get, like the, the more I forget how, I guess, painful learning is. It's it's an, it's an exhausting process. And I, as a kid, I like I was like gung-ho and everything. I'll just put, oh, bury myself into whatever I'm learning. I, I didn't, time was not an issue. I didn't care about anything else other than learning. Now I'm like, oh, learning is exhausting, but it's, <laughs> but it's still rewarding. It just takes me a, a little bit more of a second to realize that it's worth going through. It, and that's what I tell everyone. I'm like, it, it's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's hard. 
hard to learn, especially when you're first starting, because everything that you think about money, um, if you really learn this, it will change. Mm-hmm. And that takes time. So um, if you're interested, I have a lot to give you, but I'm not giving that, giving you that stuff because I, I don't know that I don't know that you really want to learn. So if you really want to learn, go here, do this. Also go to wholesomecrypto.com, people. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to look. Okay. I, so I have a pinned tweet that has an entire list of educational Perfect. thing and great podcasts because that once if they actually take the initiative to sign up and watch the videos on Coinbase, and they come back to me. That's when that's where I'm sending on second. <laughs> I love um, it. The, the white papers on there. Andreas is there, um, and a ton of other stuff. Like cool, like transaction tracker thing that you know shows little little yeah. kids getting into a bus, and the one side's Ethereum and the other side's Bitcoin. That's <laughs> help. All the visuals help. Um, and for me, um, right now, I spend every day educating accounting professionals on crypto. Mm-hmm. Right, so I get to do the hand holding and. Um, and it's, it's relief that they see. And I, and I, they're not coming to me because they want to buy crypto. This is a completely, completely opposite. They, they own a business that they may have operated or may just work for and have been there for a long time. And now their customers are coming to them and saying, well, I have these crypto transactions. What do I do with them? And, you know, accounting professionals are not accustomed to not knowing yeah. And they don't like not knowing. They have to, either. yeah, they're told to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what, they have to figure it out and they want to figure it out. They're motivated to. And and so when they get to me, they're relieved because I, you know, take them by the hand and uh, help them understand. And I share with them, you know, things that pertain to their industry. And some of them are actually interested in crypto after that. Yeah, yeah right? not all of them. Some of them just, up. A whole new world of Right. Up. Some of them stick to the just, just the, just, just the accounting part. I just want to learn this. I want to learn how you get these transactions into QuickBooks or Zero. That's what they want to learn. And, and I'm perfectly fine with that too. But then there are some who are, oh, this is pretty incredible. Yeah, it's a ledger. You're an account. Bitcoin, the blockchain is a ledger that is public, they, it's open to everyone, that is instantly verifiable yes. by anyone on the planet. They already know it all. <laughs> there we go. And like, Oh, wow. Why? Well, I, I just didn't think of it that way. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Just read a little bit about oh, it. It's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's, it's just like they know it all already. It's just a different different format. They, they already know all about this, how ledgers work, how all this works. So that's awesome. Yep. Um, yes. One of my last questions for you. Uh, what is your favorite wholesome crypto moment? So some crypto experience or conversation that was just like wholesome to you that made you smile made you feel good i have them every day (laughs) um i talk to people who are new to crypto every single day and when at the end of a conversation they're like thank you thank Mm -hmm. you for spending time with me reina i i get that all the time that is the the smile of the day for me and and i get to get that every day so (laughs) having just one, um, I mean, my significant other and I are in crypto together. Um, we've been together since he gave me $5 of Bitcoin on our first date, and we're still together today. So uh, we both live, eat, and breathe this industry. I couldn't have, I couldn't have done Gilded without him, the support, support. right? And um, yeah, I mean, we're both we're living the dream. 
I love it. Live it, live it up. <laughs> it's just like the whole point of this industry is to like find a new dream and find a new path and live it to your best. Um, I thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I know too. I didn't I know I didn't answer your question. Oh, you did. Okay, good. You did. You answered all our questions. And I did I? Yeah. Okay, good. All, all right. right. Well, um, I guess you can clip that last part then. I <laughs> <laughs> don't well. I just want to say thank you so much for joining and uh, spending the time with me today to talk about you and how you started with crypto and how you started up with Gilded Finance. And I'm excited for you to offer this amazing service to so many other people that, that need it. And thank you. And thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for having me on your podcast and giving me a new podcast to listen to. <laughs> thank you. See everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>